Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Dawson Brower Show, bringing you the latest work, the latest news and health research. Austin, you with me? I'm with you, bud. I'm sorry. I had to reset my whole iPad here, but I am up and running, and I'm glad to be here on this wonderful Monday morning. And again, welcome to the Ted and Austin Brower Show. Thank you guys for joining us. I hope you had a blessed weekend. Hope you enjoyed yourselves and enjoyed some decent weather. It looks like the rest of the country is starting to get as well down here. Floor is obviously getting hot. And, uh, but that's nothing abnormal. <laughs> Again, thank you guys for joining us, and thank you for supporting Health Masters. Been going through a lot of emails and stuff over the weekend, getting updated and keeping people updated. And I want to give everybody encouragement internationally. We are still having extremely good success with DHL Express International right now. Again, you can order any of our products on the website, DHL Express International automatically ships it right to your place within two to five business days as far as sometimes we're seeing an extra day or two through a customs declaration. But other than that, it's been very, very fast with 100% success rate so far with deliveries with the new DHL Express shipping. So again, if you guys want to try it or you've tried it before and you had issues with shipping during COVID, be sure to give us a call or you can place it right back on the website and we'll get it out to you pretty much essentially same day. Uh, so thank you again for the support of that. And also, too, if you guys need anything, be sure to check out the website, product of the week, the vitamin C caps with antioxidants, one of the best formulas we have. This ran us through COVID. We started this back a few years ago with this formula. Incredibly effective, loaded with quercetin, bioactive vitamin C, really does the job well as far as keeping the immune system strong. I've told people before, just keeping at least a bottle of this in your house, even if you only take one or two capsules a day as a daily supplement dosage, but then you have it on backup in the event you start getting sick or a family member gets sick. I can't tell you how many times I've had friends call me up and go, man, I'm out of vitamin C. Can I swing by and grab a couple from you? And I'm like, oh, yeah. So you know, I'm not at the office. So I've stopped by the house, and I've done that numerous times. Give somebody, you know, half a dozen of them. I'm like, take all these today with food, and, uh, you know, we'll meet up at the office tomorrow, and I'll get you taken care of with another bottle. And it works incredibly well, so be sure to check it out on the website at healthmasters.com. I hope you guys enjoyed the Hagman Show again on Friday with Dad and Doug. I know they had a really great show. Parts of it, I listened to parts of it, and they were they did really good. A lot of interesting stuff they brought up, so I encourage you, go check out that show on the Hagman Report from last Friday. As again, we're doing the best we can to keep people updated on the truth of things that are really happening. And one study that I saw, somebody had sent me this because the study was from last year, but it's starting to get resurfaced again with more information backing to it. And it's discussing the aspects of microplastics that are being found in the lungs. And one of the main microplastics they found in the study last year was due to disposable masks. And one thing that we talked about from the very beginning during COVID was the fact that not only did masks not work from contracting viruses out in public, they may stop if you have a you know a big sneeze and you have droplets of fluid coming out of your mouth, they may stop that slightly. But as far as actually protecting a virus, especially from catching it, uh, it did virtually nothing. And the side effects from it were astounding. And the Science of Total Environment, it was published, a study was published in the Science of Total Environment, microplastics commonly used in surgical masks were discovered in the lungs of almost all the people that they looked at. According to the thoracic surgeon Osita Onog from last year, the presence of microplastics in the lungs is a public health ticking time bomb with the potential to cause an explosion of cancer in the coming years. Researchers in the United Kingdom looked at lung tissue obtained from study participants and found microplastics in all regions of the lungs, including the deeper section. 
According to the study, this is the first time microplastics have been found in human lung samples using the FTIR uh, technology. They said although the research did not confirm the exact source of every microplastic contamination, because that had been virtually impossible, the plastic fibers found in the lungs are mostly found in surgical mass. They identified 39 different microplastics and 11 out of the 13 lung tissue samples. The four main ones that were present and considerable qualities included the polypropylene, which is found in carpets, clothing, automotive plastics, and primarily in surgical masks. Also, the PET, which is present in beverages and food containers, no surprise there. Resin, which is usually used in coatings and paints. And also the polythenine, PE, a common in food wrappers and milk containers and detergent bottles. Um, and as people knew, I mean, the amount of masks that were used on a regular basis, the disposable mask, was something that was unprecedented. We've never seen before in recorded history that people all around the globe were told to wear these polypropylene disposable masks on a daily basis everywhere you went, anytime you're outside, any around anyone, including uh, the really interesting people that like to wear them while they're driving by themselves with their windows up and their AC on recirculate on the interstate. Those were always the really great ones that I like to see. So again, this is another reason why we were so adamant years ago about getting the truth out there and discussing the fact that, hey, guys, listen, this health science that they're telling everybody to do, like shelter in place, shut down your business, wear a mask, and take an experimental RNA shot, was not something that anybody needed to follow under any circumstances, and I commend a lot of the folks and friends and family and health masters listeners that did not go along and did not comply and exercised their right to freedom of choice and freedom of will, especially when it comes to the topic of your health. Just something I would throw that out there. Also, too, at other news, this is also very interesting as well, is that we're now seeing – I saw an article earlier – lawmakers – are now wanting answers after the National Institute of Health trans child study led to two suicides and 11 others reported suicidal idea, uh, basically ideas or attempted suicide. This was bizarre at the least. The study involved 240 children, 315 individuals total who allegedly identified as transgender and were given cross-sex hormones. Unfortunately, two young people tragically died of suicide. Despite the death, NIH carried out the study to the conclusion. Over a dozen lawmakers now have basically requested a letter to the NIH director, Dr. Lawrence Tabak. The letter notes that during the study, two people died by suicide, 11 more repeated attempted suicide. Rather than shutting down the study after such serious adverse events, the researchers published their paper concluding the study was a success because cross-sex hormones had altered the subject, subject's physical appearance and improved their psychosocial functioning. Researchers asserted that during the study period, appearance, congruence, positive effect, and life satisfaction allegedly increased while they were giving these young adults cross-sex hormones. This, again, was another massively manipulated research study to try to push the agenda of what they're doing right now by saying, hey, listen, these 11, 12, 13-year-olds, they need to go on puberty blockers because it'll make them happy, even though we've seen the vast research that has occurred now, including firsthand witness research from people who have gone through this protocol and come out on the other side and said, this is horrific. I wish I never did this. I wish we never did this to my brain. and again this is why they're pushing so hard this agenda at every every corner now you're hearing about it including target now is getting massively boycotted i've told people before vote with your dollars if you if you per appreciate a company that's standing up well videos now 
have not only surfaced the inside of Target of a massive, massive pride section, including all types of children prize clothes that I talked about before. There's also now they're selling. I'm just going to clarify this. These are children's tuck friendly bathing suits in the pride section with a big giant sign on it that says this is tuck friendly construction with extra crotch coverage in the pride section. And these are child swimsuits. I'm not joking. This isn't a joke. You can watch the videos. There's been like 10 different people at different targets that have posted these videos and photos now. If you don't think they're going after the children, if you don't think this is a complete and total agenda to groom these young children and pervert them from the youngest level, guys, Target right here is just proving our point to the most valid degree. So again, decide who you're going to vote with your dollars. Decide who you're going to support and really debate whether or not you really want to go along with a company that's doing this. Also, too, in other news, I saw earlier now, there's actually numerous amount of reports that are requesting investigations into the FBI. We'll see if this goes anywhere. Highly unlikely. The FBI is now essentially a, in my opinion, another branch of the CIA. This is the spook department, which means first like CIA operators that they just do whatever they want now. There are no ramifications. Everything's national security. There are no consequences. There is no oversight. What we're continually seeing now with this Durham report and everything that's come about with it, and this is just a tip of the iceberg from something that was seven years ago, what we saw in the Proud Boys trial with these FBI agents and FBI confidential informants directly infiltrating groups to come back and repeat and give reference and basically report on what had been happening in these groups, including FBI informants going to confidential attorney-client meetings with Proud Boys only to come back and report what was going on with these meetings. And yet the trial still went through. They were charged with – uh, sedition, conspiracy, and uh, this is, again, what's happening when you live in a tyrannical government and you have groups of individuals and alphabet agencies that literally are running the country now. There's, that's the kind of the funny part that I've laughed on a lot of situations where people talk about Biden. As I've said before, Biden has no idea what he's doing. He's just waiting to get told what corner to walk around, what teleprompter to speak off of so he can get his next ice cream cone. He doesn't do anything except they hand him a piece of paper occasionally when they need his signature for an executive order, most of which are unconstitutional executive orders. What is running the country right now has been the deep state, and it has been for many, many years. This is why the agenda has been so pronounced over the last decade and pushing so many of these very, very strange agendas where people cannot really understand and figure out why. Well, the answer is they're trying to do everything they can to cut the legs out of the United States. They've got to bring the United States to its knees, and there's still way too many patriots, a ton of conservatives, and a whole lot of Christians that are not going to go down without a fight and continue to speak the truth about what's really happening right now. I saw earlier, this was very interesting, that basically they, they were discussing how this whole debt ceiling thing, and somebody had posted a video, and they said the whole aspect of the debt ceiling, again, is more theater to continually keep people distracted which is exactly what it is. They continually put out this fear porn. Oh, by June 1st, the government's not going to be able to fund the military if we don't raise the debt ceiling. Do you guys not remember? We saw this back in 2021. We saw this back in 2019. We saw this back in 20. We, we've watched this happen year after year after year after year, all the way back from Trump 
happened under Obama, happened before that. This goes on. This is a theater show. This is what they give. They give this information to the mainstream media to keep people constantly fear and terrified and also to distract them to a vast degree. Notice how this debt ceiling thing came out right when this germ report came out, and now you see most of the mainstream media, all their coverings, the debt ceiling. I clicked on a couple links today with CNN and Fox just to kind of get an idea on how much propaganda. It, it was nauseating to me. It was honestly nauseating to see the constant fear porn of the debt ceiling crisis. The first people that are not going to get their paychecks are the U.S. military. Guys, listen, this entire thing they do is money manipulation. It's pixie dust. This is just dots and dashes at this point. We already know the United States is defaulted a long time ago. The Federal Reserve is keeping the United States afloat. They will continue to do so, and they will milk the dollar for every single penny that it's worth until it's virtually worthless. That's what they're going to do. I'm letting you know that right now. It's not going to default. They're not going to go in. They may do a government shutdown ploy theater show again like they did with Obama. I told you guys. You guys remember this where they're putting the silver guardrails up around the memorial sites in D.C. Sorry, the memorial, the outdoor public memorial that you can walk to at any point of time of the day, um, it's now closed. You, you can't come up here and see the names of the men who died and fought bravely in World War II. You can't come over here and pay your respects. No, 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 no. You can't. You can't, can't go to the grave sites. They're blocked off, too. All this is it's because well it's, it's it's science guys it's science because you know the government shut down so naturally you can't go walk around and see outdoor memorials that are open to the public twenty four seven it's science this is what they do to keep people distracted to keep people divided so they don't talk about the real things that are going on like the massive FBI spine that we're now seeing where they went in and they got enormous troves of information from Bank of America and spied on people all over DC for days during the January 6th and previous, and including requested information to get information about what was going on with firearm purchases all across the country. That's right. And this is what's going on. And so, again, keep the truth out there, my friends. Keep looking at what's really happening and continue to help other people wake up. What do you think, Tim? You know, awesome. Great intro this morning. Uh, you know, First of all, let me just comment. We had a great turnout for the seminar at Van Green's Church at the ME Church. We had close to 60 people there, which you guys, you know, I was really impressed with that considering how geographically isolated it was and a little bit of marketing we did with it. And I got to meet a lot of great people there. So I want to thank you guys all for coming out. Uh, Van wants to do another seminar there, but this time we're going to hook up Zoom. And so we'll be able to do a Zoom meeting there and have people come back again and go into a little bit more detail on a few of the topics that we covered. I did like a two-hour monologue. It was a long time, but I was able to pretty much, I guess, cover a lot of information that I really wanted to get out to a lot of people who were there who had not heard our show because a lot of fans, you know, uh, people as far as his parishioners were also there. So it was a great meeting. I want to thank everybody for coming who was there. We had a great time. I got to do a little, bit, do a little meet and greet before the seminar. We had a blast. So thanks again for being there. I love you guys. I really appreciate you. I had the opportunity again to pray for you again on Saturday and Sunday and today. And it's always my pleasure to do that for you. Now, Austin said something about how the United States has defaulted on the debt. Now, what he meant by that was this. The United States has not defaulted, quote unquote, as far as what they've done, as far as the debt ceiling and paying these debts off. But what they've done, they've monetized the debt. In other words, they printed up so much more currency that they printed funny money up to pay the debt, which has caused massive inflation and also massive devaluation of the United States dollar. That's the yes. easiest way to pay back debt is to go in and devalue the currency and pay it back with inflated dollars. In other words, if you have you know 20% or 10% inflation and you pay that back after 10 years, you know, you're paying back half your debt, half, less than half. 
And so it goes back to the rule of 72. So that's what he meant by defaulting. Now, the United States is not defaulted as far as the payments, but we're paying it back with funny money. Now, what he also – what also is going on is the national debt ceiling is so high now that the amount of M1 money in, in currency as far as availability is non-existent. We don't have the ability to pay back the debt that we've sold to other nations. It can't be paid back. It's insanity what they've done with the Federal Reserve Bank we have, but we need to understand that, that we're not going to have a debt fault again next month. God, this is the same thing Austin just said. All they're doing is using fear propaganda to do all of this because Biden is right. He's not in charge. The deep state really came in and took over the United States of America under Truman and Eisenhower with MJ-12 after Roswell. When, when Roswell happened and we started realizing that we really weren't alone and they found these basically fallen angels, entities, humanoid robots or whatever the heck they were in the spaceships and, you know, back in 1947, they began to realize very, very quickly that something else was going on on this planet. And then they began to realize what had happened at this point with the pre-endemic race and all the rest of it. Because remember, these, this wasn't the only ship that they recovered. They've also recovered ships with live entities in it. And they said the only thing they do is lie. They lie about everything. They lie, 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 lie. And so we've got to understand that this is real. This is all part of the pre-endemic group of entities that were basically trying to take over the third heaven with God. I covered this in detail in Angel Wars. And that's what it is. And so when the government figured this out in '47, they realized that we weren't alone. And then we had a whole bunch of other stuff probably hanging out in Antarctica, and they started understanding that the Nazis were down in Antarctica. They started to get realized that they need to tighten it up. They felt the United States as a population and the world as a population was not able to handle that truth about what was going on with the pre-endemic species here and what was happening. And they decided to start lying about everything. And that's when the CIA and MJ-12 and all the rest of these quote-unquote alphabet agencies – basically start taking over the government and going into the deep state. They worked in conjunction with the Kabbalist, Luciferian, Satanic Synagogue of Satan, with the banking sectors, you know, in the Committee of 300, the Bilderberger Group, on, 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 to talk about this stuff in secret meetings so people would know what's really going on. But they're all sworn to secrecy, and they're not going to talk about it. It was all part of the Apollo Project. I'm not going to go into detail about that again today. All of this stuff was all obfuscation. I don't believe for one second that Apollo went to the moon. I've got a friend of mine. His name's Lee Shu. He's a top electrical engineer at NASA. And I asked him, did the, did the, did the module in 1969 with Neil Armstrong go to the moon? He, he was at NASA. He says, no, Ted, it did not. They shifted to Lemaitre south of the horizon, south, south of the equator. They took it down south so we could pick up the, the, you know, all the radio stuff coming from the, from the ship. And it circled in Earth orbit until it was splashed back down. He said, it did not go to the moon. Now, he was at NASA top electrical engineer for NASA. So take of that what you would. You know, I, I, I'm not going to go into detail any more of that stuff today because it's not part of the show today. But the reality is that everything we've been taught since, <laughs> since 1947, all of the stuff with the OSS becoming the CIA and with Tavistock and Bernays and, and, and all the Sabbatine Kabbalist Luciferians and all the rest of this group that's been running this planet through the ancient Canaanite religions for thousands of years with the worship of these fallen entities, that's what's going on. And I cover that in depth in Angel Wars. And I've asked Todd this morning to go ahead. You guys, so many of you have requested this. We're going to go ahead and segment those eight shows that I did. They're like 20 minutes a show, so it's going to be like 160 minutes or like a three-hour broadcast. It'll be, it'll be three one-hour broadcasts that you can listen to them in tandem if you'd like, that if we ever leave town or we need to go on vacation or whatever, we can play the Angel Wars presentation again without adding any of the news for that day into it. So many of you have requested that because you want to send it to your friends. We're going to go ahead and do that. I've asked Todd to look into it today to try to get that done for us you know, as quickly as possible. So thank you for all the feedback on that too. Now we need to also realize that you know this thing at Target with these transgender children that Austin talked about, this is a mess. And if you're still shopping at Target, uh, stop. 
to stop. Just don't do it. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how to say anything more direct than that. You know, right now Disney is in big trouble, especially with their Disney stores selling all of their overpriced products. You know, it's six, eight thousand dollars for a family of four now to go to Disney theme park for like four days. That's how expensive it's gotten. And so they've priced themselves out of the market. And there's a really good article, a very good YouTube video that I put online. I want you guys to that I posted this morning. I want you to watch. It says, "Let me read you one of the comments. This documentary talks about a lot of the secondary reasons without ever hitting the nail." The reality is the downfall of Disney started when they decided to start pushing alternative sexuality in their work. As the documentary rightly points out, middle-class moms and dads are their bread and butter. Parents who, are just, who just want wholesome entertainment for their children, not fringe political messages, push on them and their kids, pushed on them and their kids. They move where they cut their own juggler. The move where they cut their own juggler was lobbying against the Florida law that would protect kindergarten through third-grade children from being sexualized in the classroom. It was at that point that their streaming services took catastrophic losses, yet the economy is in bad enough shape thanks to the awful administration what Trump did by shutting down the economy. I'm adding that. It just makes it a lot easier for them to make the decision to avoid buying from companies that are out of touch with the majority of their consumers, like Disney, Anheuser-Busch, and Molson Coors. And also we're finding it, it, they're finding out the hard way that it's not a good idea to let those who represent less than 1% of your customer base drive the bus. And that was a very, very, very good comment that this person wrote so you read through the comments but guys listen to me you know we've talked about this and, and i've told you repeatedly and also told you repeatedly do not support the companies let me, let me rephrase it i'm asking you as my listeners and my friends and the people that i pray for every single day don't support companies that promote this agenda instead of me telling you to not do it i'm asking you not to you know don't be buying you know disney apparel i mean who in the world wears that stuff anymore anyhow yeah, I mean, who, who's going to promote that stuff? And and, and, be, and don't be going out and spending all kinds of money on Disney movies and what they've done with Star Wars, how they've destroyed it. I mean, they, they've destroyed those franchises. And so stay away from these clowns and don't support them. Just don't. And, and that's that's how I see all of this stuff. You know, like I told you a few weeks ago, I, I got some free tickets to go to Disney, and that's the only reason I ever go there. And I couldn't believe how the demographics has changed. I couldn't believe how run down the park has gotten. I couldn't believe how many gay people were there. I couldn't believe... The the, the 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 energy field and how unbelievably negative it was, and the other thing I realized too, the vast majority of the people that are at Disney now are foreigners. I saw that a lot of the Americans have stopped going because of what they've done with the agendas they pushed, and so almost you couldn't find really anybody who's really you could find a few people, but the majority of people didn't speak English. It was so strange, and those are the ones who aren't aware of what's going on in the state of Florida with DeSantis. And if they were aware of this in their countries they're coming from, they wouldn't go to Disney either. If the, if the, if, if the media in those countries wasn't also controlled you know, by the major seven that control the media on the entire planet. All of this stuff is happening around us as we see it happening around us, and we're have, we have to go out and tell our friends about it and make sure. Now, I, 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 you know, so just, just, just remember, support the companies that you want to support that are telling the truth to the people that you basically are talking to also. So that's why I thank you for supporting Health Masters. I mean, without you guys, we couldn't be here. You know, Austin and I, we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be on radio. We wouldn't be doing this podcast if it wasn't for you guys. And if it wasn't for you guys supporting Health Masters, we couldn't be doing this show without a bunch of commercials in it. So I want to thank you again. I love you guys. I really appreciate you. By the way, I'll bring you some sad news. I want to cover this. The COVID doctor has claimed that he was poisoned after the interview with CNN said that he right before his death. Dr. Rashad Buttar, who's a strong patriot, don't think he was a Christian, 
but he really, really, really was an anti-vax, anti-establishment, anti-medicine osteopathic doctor. And I'm going to read you this article from the Daily Star UK because they're slamming him. And I want to say what they're saying, and I'm going to tell you what I agree with and what I don't agree with. Dr. Richard Boutard died in mysterious circumstances, true, just days after he was claiming that he'd been poisoned following a controversial interview with CNN about his COVID pandemic disinformation. Well, he was telling the truth. A notorious, listen how they, they spin it, a notorious conspiracy theorist, doctor, known for his wild takes on the coronavirus pandemic, claimed he had been poisoned just a few days before he died. Dr. Rashad Buttar, who was part of the group nicknamed the Disinformation Dozen, died suddenly on Saturday, May the 20th, at the age of 57. He was known as for being a huge anti-vaxxer, which is true, and he became a cult figure during the pandemic, which he did. He went on to record the claim that COVID pandemic was planned and politically motivated. He's right. The British-born doctor who spent most of his adult life in the United States also claimed that everyone who has had the vaccine would be dead by 2025. Now, whether he said that or not, I don't know. I think he did say that. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't believe we're going to have everybody dead on the planet within two years. I believe that the nanokinase, the N-acetylcysteine, the nitric oxide, the vitamin E, and a lot of people now refuse to take boosters and on and on and on. And for the Christians, the blood of Christ, right, I've talked about that in depth, is going to stop that from happening. Now, are a lot of people dying? Absolutely, yes. It's awful. It really, really is awful. And, and, and it goes, this article goes on to say, his theories and misinformation were so well known that the Center for Countering Digital Hate named him. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I'm, I'm not positive. It might be from condolences to his family. But when these people say stuff like this about him, I find it so ironic that it made me laugh for a second that the Center for Countering, Countering Digital Hate, that doesn't sound like a CIA or anything, does it? <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, the, the Center for Countering Digital Hate named him as one of the top 12 people responsible for producing about 65% of all anti-vaccine content between 20 and 23. Well, Center for the Countering Digital Hate, I want you to know I've been putting out anti-vax content for 40 years. Just thought I'd mention that, too, in case you want to throw me into that pile. However, he has now just died days after he claimed he had been given a poison containing 200 times of what was in the vaccine. His cause of death has not been made public, nor has the reason he recently spent time in intensive care. However, according to Lynn Taylor Thompson earlier this month, a very skinny-looking Dr. Batar said, I went through a very difficult personal health challenge a few months ago. I had been poisoned with 200 times the amount of what is in the vaccinations. I have said publicly that you would have to shoot me in the head with a lead bullet because I'm never going to take the vaccine. So I believe I was poisoned. It was right after the CNN interview. The CNN interview he refers to took place a year ago, which made even more bold claims about the pandemic. He likened the U.S. medical expert Anthony Fauci to Adolf Hitler. I agree with that. And that nobody has died from the virus. I disagree with that. He ranted, we see thousands of people dying. The Delta COVID of COVID is the Delta variant of COVID is all vaccine injury. I don't want to be part of this mass genocide that I see happening. At that point, the interviewer, Drew Griffin, called Petir crazy. However, before COVID even happened, he was punished by local U.S. medical boards for his treatment of autism and cancer patients, which including the use of hydrogen peroxide, you know, basically, you know, in these different types of patients. Now, I'm, I'm not going to I don't know the man personally. I know multiple other doctors who knew him personally. They said he was a great guy, and they really loved him, and they're going to miss him as a friend. All I know is that 95% of what he said, I agree with. So there you go. And so that gives him an A in my book. 
Now, I've been getting emails all weekend. Was he suicided? Did he commit suicide? Was he murdered? Was he poisoned to the point that he died? And my response is, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't. I can't speculate as to that. I mean, you know, could, could someone be so sick and so disabled and so feeble and so tired of the fight that they would take their own life? Life, especially if they were given a energy field transference through a brain weapon, through a frequency weapon that would go into his mind and give him suicidal thoughts. That technology is there. It's available. Was it used on him? I have no idea. Could he have just died in his sleep from blood clots? Yes. Could he have died from cardiac arrest? Yes. Could he have just died from a stroke or from a seizure? Yes. I don't know. Nobody knows. We're going to have to just wait for the autopsy to take place to find out what happened with him. But the reality is, again, my deepest condolences to the family of this man. He was a patriot. He was a brilliant, brilliant mind. I've listened to a lot of his videos. I, I really liked the guy. I really wish I could have met him personally. And so you guys could draw your own conclusions. But as for me and Health Masters and the rest of my family, we're just going to wait until the autopsy shows up and we see if that's even going to be true or if they're going to do something else with that. Because a lot of times the autopsies are done by the same people that always give us fabricated results on the autopsies also. So always remember that when we're in the alt media like we are, and we're putting a big profile out there as far as what we believe and what we don't believe, we are being very, very, how should I say this, bold as far as our family's lives and our own lives. Because we realize that if we tell you guys the truth and you believe us and you understand what's happening, a lot of times there's going to be blowback towards us. And that's why, you know, we've had all kinds of threats, et cetera, over the years. And, and the sad part about this is, is that, you know, all we're trying to do is tell the truth about who God is, who Jesus is, what the Bible is, what the Bible does, what a blood covenant is with the most high God, who we are through Christ, what communion does, what the blood of Jesus does, and how we can walk with God circumspectly all the days of our life with great respect, because he is the creator of the universe. And we need to talk, and we've done this now in depth, about what happened with the pre-Adamic race and why we're all here. So we're out here talking about stuff that nobody else wants to talk about, quite frankly. And if they do, they go around the peripheries of the whole thing. I watched a video this morning on the pyramids and on the Sphinx and all the rest of the stuff talking about how the Sphinx predated you know, current human time. And it was here 10, 15, 20,000 years ago, and the pyramids were here before that time too. And then they had deep erosion marks on them from some type of giant flood that could have happened. Well, yeah, that could happen too. This could have been all pre-Adamic architecture. We don't know. Now, there are a lot of people out there with speculation saying that the blocks that were being used were poured into place with, you know, different types of silicon and different types of, you know, you know, epoxy added to them. And that's why they have such tight tolerances because they were basically poured into place as liquid. I don't know. None of us know. All we know is this, that there was a pre-Adamic race on this planet. We still have the fossilized evidence of it, and we also have the structures that are available, even under the sea in the Bahamas where you see giant roads, which could have been part of the – continent of atlantis who knows who knows what was here before all we can do is speculate like i did on angel wars that's the important thing we understand is that it doesn't matter you know what shape the earth is it doesn't matter what we do here as far as trying to expose who these people are the only thing that matters is our relationship with most high god through jesus christ because he's the only choice we have and the only escape plan that we have off this planet that's what matters it matters on what we believe and who Christ is. And if we understand that and we stay focused on that, it makes all the difference in the world. Some people say, well, the earth is flat. Some people say the earth is round. My point is this. We don't know what it is because we don't really have a picture that was basically created by NASA as a painting. We have no idea what the earth looks like. We now know that all the pictures of, quote, unquote, the round earth are all portraits that were painted by NASA. We know that this crazy guy, you know, Sir Isaac Newton, 
you know, who basically was a hardcore Kabbalist, Luciferian, wizard, synagogue of Satan wannabe that was unbelievably into the occult. We know him. He's the one who told us that the Zohar, which is a book of the occult, you know, told him the earth was round. So, I mean, what the heck is all that about? So all I'm going to say is this. I get all these letters all the time from people with the flat earth theory. I get all these letters from people saying that the flat earth theory is crazy. I'm just telling you this. I don't know what the earth looks like. I haven't seen it from outer space. And I'm saying this. Everything's a lie because what they want to do, no matter what the earth looks like, they want us to believe that we are insignificant in this universe, that, that we're a speck on a speck on a speck on a speck, and that we're being dragged around at a 1,000 miles an hour as the earth spins by a sun that's moving millions of miles an hour through the universe, never explaining why the procession of the equinox doesn't change. And this has been going on for billions of years. We've been dragged around by our sun. And they want us to believe all these crazy things out there that they say as fact. But they don't give us any evidence to support any of this stuff. And the only thing they can do with mathematics to prove any of this stuff is real is use constants to basically prove that they can produce the formulas they have because they're given specific constants. We saw that in physics and in chemistry. This is the problem that we have on this planet. Our time here on this planet, the only thing that's going to matter is what we do for Christ. That's it. You know, and we need to understand that. And it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter what you drive or the house you live in. I mean, God wants you to have nice stuff. He doesn't want the nice stuff to have you. None of that stuff matters because we're only here for a little while anyhow. And so if we can stay here and be filled with the Holy Spirit and have the righteousness, peace, and joy through the infilling of the Holy Spirit and walk in peace and love, that's the most important thing. Because remember, guys, here's the thing. You know, strife and envy and jealousy and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't do anything besides breed hatred and discontent. That's all it does. The Bible says, who by worrying can add a single moment to their life? And that's what Jesus was talking about, the lilies, lilies of the field and how they were drained, ad, 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 adorned in such radiance that even Solomon couldn't compete against the lilies of the field, but yet they were going to be burned and, and thrown into the fire when they were dead. And he was saying that we are adorned much better than that, and God's going to take care of us. And then he says, who by worrying can add a single moment to their life? That's what Christianity is. It's for us to be here and to realize that God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. He's omnipresent, and he's going to take care of you. He's got your back. And when you're in covenant with God and you're having communion and you're going and you're praying and you're doing all the things you need to do, God hears your prayer. He knows who you are. And he's not going to – Jesus has said, if you ask God for a, you know, a, you know, a piece of bread, he's not going to give you a stone or a snake. He's going to give you what you asked for, provided you gave it to you. You ask him and for the right motives. And that's the thing that we need to understand. We all need to think about how we act. We all need to think about how we speak to one another, and we need to walk in love with one another. Because it says if we, if we, if we, you'll know that you're my disciples because you love one another. And, that, and all of us make mistakes. All of us do things and say things we shouldn't do, do things and say things we shouldn't do and say. It doesn't make any difference. We're not in the judging business here on this planet. We'll leave that up to God. What we are here for is this, to support one another and love one another and help one another and to encourage one another. And, that, and that's how I see it, and that's how I really, really, you know, wanted people to understand that today because it really, really, it, it makes it makes it so much easier when you basically have the ability to walk in love all the days of your life. By the way, this is an interesting article from CaitlinJohnstone.com. It says Western news media exists to administer and administer propaganda, and she's right. It's all about propaganda. The single most overlooked and underappreciated aspect of our society is the way domestic propaganda is used to shape the way mainstream Westerners perceive and think about their world. Typically, the only time you'll ever see the word propaganda mentioned in mainstream discourse is in reference to things other than other countries to do their own citizenry as part of foreign influence operations. Despite the fact that the overwhelming majority of the times that we've encountered propaganda to our day and day lives, the call was coming from inside the house. 
The Western media have been exposing their role as propagandists for the U.S. centralized empire and the CIA forever. But they're showing this. You know, <laughs> here, here's what it says. Western media have been falling over themselves to condemn repeated comments from Elon Musk accusing the empire-funded spin machine belly cat of conducting psyops. The accusation, which Aaron Matt explains for Greystone, is completely fair and accurate. Bellycat is paid by Western governments to manipulate information ecosystem in ways that serve the interests of Western empire, which is precisely the thing that psychological warfare is. PSYOPs, for short, are psychological operations, the component actions of psychological warfare, which becomes more important in Cold War conflicts between nuclear powers who can't confront each other directly. The obvious fact hasn't deterred the mass media outlets who cite Bellycat, Bellycat, Copiously, they're reporting from rushing to the institution's defense. Belly class Eric Toller was brought on MSNBC's All In with Chris Hayes to defend the outlet without being challenged. And the slightest and mainstream pundits like CNN's Jake Trapper took to Twitter to proclaim the propaganda outlet as a beacon of journalist integrity. This has been going on, and it was shown with the reports in Congress about the CIA's involvement in the media back in the 70s and the 80s. All of this stuff is to let us know that they're going to make sure that everything they tell us is a lie. Everything. And that's what John Brent, not John Bennett, the, the guy William Casey said about the CIA. We'll know that we've done our job with the CIA, CIA when everything every American believes is a lie. That's our government, guys. And, it's all, and it all started with MJ-12. It all started with Majestic. It all started with the, with the, with the, with the, with the fallen angel discovery with these spaceships and, what they, and who these entities are. And that's what we talked about with CERN on the show and trying to open the portals and open up the veil and all the rest of the stuff. Guys, it's so important to understand who we are and what we are in the great scheme of things. Because if they can dehumanize us and tell us that we're from monkeys, I talked about this at the seminar on Saturday, they can make us an animal. They can make, it, make us a peasant. They can make us insignificant in the cosmos. You know, the earth was created by God Almighty. It was here in my opinion, as the center of the cosmos. It was here that God created Adam and even put them there in his image. It was here that we have been placed, you know, in this great, how should I say, chess game of good and evil that we're in to basically prove, I guess, God's righteousness and, you know, with the appeal of Lucifer and his trial and all the rest of the stuff that we talk about in Angel Wars. Now, if you just got blown away by what I just said, you're going to have to listen to the Angel Wars. I go into detail with scripture about all of that stuff. But guys, listen to me. If we understand who we are in Christ and we understand what in the world that they've done to us, then we'll stand and hold our ground over and over and over again and make people realize that you know we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us and that we can basically do as Ephesians says and put on the full armor of God. You know, Right now, the Federal Reserve's anti-inflation policy is making no sense whatsoever. They continue to hike interest rates. This is crazy. This, and Paul Craig Roberts says it this way, another agenda is in play. He says, dear readers and fellow economists, the Federal Reserve is treating a rise in prices from supply shocks and disruptions from the COVID lockdowns and sanctions against Russia and Iran and other countries as if it were monetary inflation. It is true that too much money is chasing too few goods and services, but the cause is supply shortages and not excess consumer demand. The fact is obvious, but is not acknowledged. We know that the lockdowns and sanctions stop production. Put many companies out of business, like thousands, hundreds of thousands, cause transportation problems, cause energy shortages, cause businesses failures and disrupt the supply chains. We know that excess computer, computer consumer demand in the U.S. did not cause a double-digit inflation in Europe and some food prices in England to double. The inflation in the U.K. and Europe was caused by the Biden's regime's money-disrupting sanctions by their own COVID lockdowns. Now, by the way, Trump did a lot of sanctions, too, so you can't blame all of them Biden. 
A correct anti-inflation policy would be to remove the sanctions that restrict supply and the free movements of goods and services. The Federal Reserve's higher interest rates simply suppress economic activity, thereby reducing supply even more, and the results are even higher prices. Economists and financial journalists learned nothing from supply-side revolution. They still interrupt the economy in the one-dimensional demand-side way in which inflation is caused by too much consumer income and results in excess demand that has to be quashed with high interest rates. And there's really no excuse for the Federal Reserve's policy. Not even the people pointed for political not competence reasons to be so stupid. So what's going on? And he goes on to detail talking about what the Federal Reserve is doing. Uh, they're talking about money being pulled out of the United States. He says his inclusion is the Federal Reserve's policy has nothing whatsoever to do with inflation. His intent is to further monopolize the financial system. He's absolutely right. A concentrated banking system is easier to control and makes it easier to impose digital currency that removes financial independence from the American people. Bingo. He nailed it on the head. It all goes right back to the international banking communities and what they've done. And that's stuff that Austin and I have talked about so many times. The banks run the world. The supply side, they run the demand side. They run everything on interest rates. They control all of it because they control the M1, the money in circulation. Everything is being controlled to these Federal Reserve banks that are, you know, rolled. Every country in the, United, in the world, except for like three countries, are completely controlled by the Rothschild banking dynasty. And they are sabotating Kabbalists, Luciferians, and, and they worship Satan. This is the group that runs the planet. Remember what happened with Lucifer in the very beginning? He got greedy. He got prideful. He had all this debt going on, all this stuff going on with all of these goods and services being exchanged on the planet in the pre-endemic flood. And he became basically narcissistic and started feeling that he could do anything he wanted to do, including challenge God Almighty. That's the same group that runs the planet right now, the same guys that worship him. Always remember that. What do you think, Austin, bud? What's your next story? No, you're 100% spot on, and this is why they have been working so hard to degrade the food supply now for years and years and years and years and years is to continually change as far as how people are, to change the body chemistry, to change the way we have energy in our bodies, to reduce the production and reduce the effectiveness and efficiency of our mitochondria, to constantly dumb down the population between the fluoride and the preservatives and all the other host of other toxins that uh, that they constantly put out there. You know, what's interesting is, you know, I saw a photo before, and I've put it on the website, of McDonald's. McDonald's looks like after a year and two years and five years, and the fries and the burgers, they don't even rot. Mold, mold doesn't even grow on them. Ants and roaches won't really even eat them. You may get a stray roach that's not real bright. He'll eat it, probably die. Even though those things can survive nuclear fallout, that I mean that still make them sick. Then <laughs> we find out later on. I've told you guys before about the actual pink slime chicken that they made chicken nuggets. They started doing those. That was decades ago. Where all it is is a bunch of soy protein with some rib meat from chicken and a mix of other host of chemicals and stabilizers to give it some chicken nugget flavor. And then they bread them and then they serve them to everybody. And it's ironic to me. Why so many people actually wonder why people are getting sick all the time and why they're sick all the time. They're having health problems all the time, and the vast majority of it is the food that you put in your body. You can't sit there and constantly stuff toxins in your mouth and put them in your gut and try to make your body digest them. Stuff that won't even have mold growing in it after 10 years, photos of McDonald's, but yet people put that in their digestive tract. Every single week in some cases, and they wonder why their body's unbelievably sick and having all these health problems. That's why I told you guys before last week, one of the most effective things you can do is A, cut the garbage out of your diet, and B, 
start hammering the GHI cleanse every single day for at least two to three weeks, if not longer. I mean, I, I pretty much take it every single morning. And when it does, it massively reduces the inflammation because that's one of the first things you have to do with the digestive tract and the, and the gut. You have to get the inflammation down, especially with gluten and the glyphosate that is just absolutely riddled in so many different products now. I had an email from a listener over the weekend, and I was reading it earlier, and he was asking the question as far as on why – is there any bread that you can eat that's actually okay to eat? And he goes as far as you know, gluten and this and that. And I've done the research on it, and I've had different opinions from other people, and I've always continually told everybody wheat and gluten and bread was not something that really had many side effects with people back in the olden times. That was a staple in food. We deal with meat and bread. It was always something, but it wasn't something that they ate in huge quantities all the time. And secondly, they didn't use glyphosate. <laughs> they didn't have pesticides and herbicides that they were spraying on them on a continual basis to continually drench them. Remember, one of the issues you run into with wheat a lot of times is even though if it's not GMO, they'll spray it the same thing they do with oats right before harvesting as a desiccant to basically get the crop killed down and dry. They can harvest it easier with a higher yield. The problem with it is it's still getting sprayed with glyphosate and hammered down. That's one of the reasons why so many breads are so toxic. That's why you talk to people and they're like, man, I ate the sandwich from somewhere. And this happened to me personally. I've been out places. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll try this or I'll try that. And I eat it. Dude, I, I can tell within 10 to 15 minutes of eating it if it's got glyphosate or if it's got a lot of toxins in it. So I won't feel good. My stomach doesn't feel good. My head doesn't feel good. I don't feel like I put anything positive in my body. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe I ate that. And I'm just like, that's horrible. You can tell how you feel with what you put in your body and what they're continually doing. These massive food manufacturers that are controlled by these banker boys that are controlled by the exact same people that dad just talked about. They're trying to make a massive disconnect with individuals from their health, their bodies, and their mind. Remember, there is a very significant gut-brain connection. As far as with what's in the gut and what's in the brain, that's where they have found out so many times that probiotics help significantly out with mood disorders and help out with digestion and help out with energy. Because what has happened now is not only are the toxins and preservatives that are in these foods ruining the gut and causing massive inflammation, they're wiping out the entire probiotic system. The gut is extremely complex, and the amount of probiotics that are in it are designed to help out with digestion and they work with the connection in the brain. And that's why I've continually told people, I said, we got three different types of probiotics. You know, the strong, the, the mildest, the DF, the 100 billion, and the 350 billion. You know, do your own research with what you need. I've always recommended that if somebody goes on an antibiotic cycle, that they run a cycle of the 350 billion immediately thereafter. And what's happened is now generation after generation has constantly been used to every time they get a sniffle, they go on what? Antibiotics. Every time they go out and eat, they eat junk food, they eat bread, they eat toxins. And now you've got sucralose, which is literally saturated in everything, disgusting, unbelievably horrific sugar compound. If you guys know anything, that's Splenda, sucralose. What they do is they take a sugar molecule and they splice off the atoms off it and they add on two chlorine atoms. Totally stable when you look at it until it happens to meet hydrochloric acid in the stomach. When the hydrochloric acid meets the sucralose, it breaks off the two chlorine atoms, and it releases essentially free chlorine in the digestive, digestive tract. That's why it kills off the kidney so fast, and that's why it ruins the gut microbe, ruins it. And now you look now, and it's like everything has sucralose in it. It's the new aspartame. It's funny, aspartame 
directly went after the brain. Just, I mean, dad's gone into detail on NutraSweet and asked him that, what it does to the brain. That has caused significant side effects. Then what they do is they start replacing aspartame with what? Sucralose, which goes directly after the gut microbe and the gut connection. Funny how both of those sweeteners now who have been extremely popular in the 90s, now sucralose became popular about 10 years ago, both direct, both connect and directly adverse the two most important aspects in your body as far as digestive system and the brain connection. That is why it is so important you make sure you hammer the probiotics on a daily basis, especially the mild one. The DF's great for the daily supplementation. The 100 billion or the 350 billion is more therapeutic dosages if you're really trying to amp up and take a lot of that in to basically get your body back in shape. But it's something that's it's becoming a serious issue, and that's why I really encourage customers and listeners and friends and family to really evaluate what you're eating, especially when it comes to fast food. Because this stuff is there for one reason. There's a reason why there's a McDonald's on just about every single street corner. You know, I had a, we had a joke a while back ago here in Arbordale where we live at because we were trying to actually get some moderately nice restaurants here. Oh, we didn't get that. We got another McDonald's. Oh, then they put a McDonald's by the interstate. Then they have another McDonald's down by the by, by uh, another road off Berkeley, 92. There's like four McDonald's in like a five-mile radius of Arbondale. Why? Why is that? Well, it's because McDonald's is the forefront of fast food tox, toxic compound injection into the general population. That's what they used them for. You can look at their food. You can look at their ingredients. You can look at the fact that you can put them on a windowsill for 10 years. And basically let them sit inside, and they don't really rot. They just kind of self-preserve themselves. Like there's some petrified wood that just sits there and hardens up and doesn't grow mold and nothing eats it. That's 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 some good stuff to put in your digestive tract and your colon. So again, my friends, use good decisions when it comes to your food, especially your young children. You know, kids always want to eat whatever they feel is good to them, whatever they want. Oh, this tastes good. This tastes good with that. Guys, children. Children do not go to the store and buy food. Children don't take your car and go to McDonald's and get it. Now, once they're adults and they're driving, that's on them. But continually make sure your kids know that there's certain foods that are not good for them. It's funny. When my kids go to church, we've done this policy years now, and a lot of times they'll go to church and they'll get candy. Like a while back ago, there was a big Easter thing, and they were at church, and they got these big, giant lollipops. I told you about this. These giant like, lollipops. They were huge. They're about the size of – as far as the width of like an apple. I mean rainbow colors all the way around. And they came to him. They came in the process and said, oh, Dad, we got this. We got this. And I looked at the ingredients on the back. One total serving. They broke it down in eight servings, so it didn't make it as crazy when you read the ingredients. When you read, it had eight servings. So it was down to an eight. Eight servings total at 138 grams of sugar for this one lollipop. 138 grams of sugar. And I remember I talked to one of the people there, and I went back and I said, why are you giving them this? Like, oh, it's this Easter sucker thing. I said, why are you giving them this? Why are you giving them something that is so toxic with petroleum-based food coloring and 138 grams of sugar? And they looked at me like they had no idea what I was talking about. And I said, just do me a favor. I said, next time you guys are going to give candy away to the kids, I said, why don't you look at remotely look at the quality of what you're giving them? And I always tell the kids, I said, listen, I said, you got this. You want to trade it in on something way more fun and way yummier? And they're like, can we get some organic ice cream? And I'm like, done. We'll swap it out for that. I would rather let my kids have organic ice cream than I would give them 138 grams of sugar. You can go look at a giant tub of organic ice cream like a pint, and it may have 
70, 80 grams of sugar in it for a whole pint. And you're talking about a whole pint with milk and sugar and everything in it versus one lollipop with food coloring. So just my side note on how I respond to a lot of this stuff, and my kids always do it now. They get stuff like, oh, yeah, we want some organic ice cream or we want this and that. I understand kids like junk food. They like sweets. They like sugar. So you have to figure, it, figure out how to mitigate and at least moderate it the best you can because you can't just say no, nothing. You can never have sugar. You can never have anything sweet ever, ever, ever because what happens is you have a massive rebound effect. Then they'll start lying to you, and then when they go out and they get one of those lollipops, they'll shove it down in their pocket when they get – you know they leave church. Then when they get home, they're going to be trying to hide it places. I've seen it, and so it, it doesn't work. So you have to do the best you can to at least teach them and encourage them, hey, listen, would you want this or do you want to have this? And with kids, guys, it's all about how you sell it. I've seen that so many times, and that's why I'm so careful now about this entire perversion engagement that they're trying to do right now with the school systems and the movies and the TV shows and the YouTube because they're intentionally driving these kids with marketing sales tactics to go down a road of perversion. All you have to do is say, oh, are you, are you just a normal, normal little boy, Timmy? Are you just a normal little boy? Or are you a transgender, Timmy? Do you feel like you're a girl and you want to be proud and excited you're a girl? Timmy's sitting there going, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't really know now. You make it sound so exciting. I don't, should I? Should I be a transgender girl? Is that what I'm supposed to be? Well, if you want to be, you can. It's great and exciting to be proud, and you can go get all this new proud clothing from Target, and you can promote how proud you are to be a tranny. Timmy's sitting there going, well, this doesn't make any sense, but man, you sure are selling it good. It sure sounds pretty exciting to go down that route. Well, maybe I'll start dabbling in that. Maybe I'll start watching videos on YouTube. Maybe I'll start typing in search questions on Google and start looking that up. And that's exactly how it starts. I've told you guys before, it takes one seed to plant in these little children's mind and then continually watering it. And you keep watering it. You water. You can water it with biblical values. You can water it with ethics and morals and teaching and engagements. Or you can water it with a whole lot of perversion that they're continually doing right now. So do the best you possibly can, my friends. I encourage you because I get it. I have kids. I'm living the real world too. There's a whole lot of crazy stuff out there right now that's happening on a regular basis, and everybody needs to do the best they absolutely can to protect these young children because, I mean, you got children's bathing suits in the pride department of Target now talking about basically being able to hide your genitalia as a boy I mean, are we really going to sit here and pretend like this isn't actually happening right now, right in front of our eyes? This is a complete abomination to the Bible and a perversion of these young children. And even taking, even if you want to take out morals and ethics out of it, even if you, somebody wants to do that, there's no justifiable reason whatsoever to encourage children to go down a road like this that absolutely has no positive ending ever. There is no positive outlook to this whatsoever. So again, keep getting the truth out there, my friends, and keep encouraging one another. If you guys need anything, be sure to check out the website, the Berberine Ultimate, along with the Healthy Testosterone Support Kit. Somebody asked me about that earlier, the Testosterone Support Kit. It's been on a mega sale. It will be going off sale here probably in the next couple days. It's got the vitamin E, the multiple, the zinc, the HGH stimulant, the tribulus fuel. All five of those products are designed specifically to work with one another, including the multiple being your base, the zinc that all helps out with extremely, extremely important for the immune system and the reproductive system, the vitamin E, which helps out with blood circulation, the HGH stimulate that helps out with HGH, 
and increases blood flow and increases nitric oxide production, the tribulus fuel, which is one of the most effective products I have found and one of the cleanest to naturally increase testosterone levels in the body. Those five right there, it's a base stack. Now, there's more you could add to it if you want, but as far as the price with what you're getting and the massive benefits from all across the board, really, really good stack to start on. And, I mean, I've even had, you know, 17, 18, 19-year-old teenagers start on as far as when they're starting to grow. It's completely natural and healthy for them, and it's really, really good to be able to go and increase natural testosterone while you are working on it. So thank you guys again for the support. Thank you for getting the truth out there. And thank you again for making sure you keep the truth out there and you go and you make sure everybody knows what's actually happening and wake people up, do the best you can, especially in this wild world that we live in right now, continually get the truth out there and encourage one another to do the same. And like dad constantly says, stand your ground with whatever topic you're on, continually stand up for what you believe because people that don't have a conviction, that they don't have something they stand for. Will they fall for anything? And that's exactly what we're watching happen right now in this country with so many subgroups now that are going after and going against each other and fighting and infighting and bickering and constantly going at each other. So thank you, my friends, for standing up for your convictions. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.